Hey, this is TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And I want to take a minute to tell you about Pow Audio. Now, Pow Audio is going to change your listening experience. You're probably asking yourself, TJ, how is Pow Audio going to change my listening experience? Because Pow Audio has a revolutionary design, delivers a crystal clear and powerful sound in a collapsible Bluetooth speaker. That's right, collapsible Bluetooth speaker and is designed for ultimate portability. So check out facebook.com, search POW Audio or on their website, powaudio.com. That's P-O-W audio.com. One more time. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And welcome to the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. On this edition, we're going to be talking about what is going on with the New Orleans Saints and how can they fix the issue. And I'm also going to be taking your call and reading your comments throughout the show. So make sure that you're, you know, you're putting your comments down. And uh, once again, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, this has been a very interesting couple of days. Uh, well, I don't even say a couple of days, but uh, it ain't even really been 24 hours. Almost 24 hours. It's been very, very interesting uh, just um, analyzing this team, figuring out what in the world is going on with the New Orleans Saints. How can they fix it, man? You know, uh, so many people have commented down uh you know on some of the posts that i post on the state of the saints podcast uh facebook page and on twitter and everybody has their own thoughts about what is possibly going on with this team but we're going to dive into that man we're going to figure it out and we're going to be talking about uh this team from all different angles here on this edition um we're going to be talking about the offense we're going to be talking about the defense we're going to be talking about the running game we're going to be talking about the quarterback position and I'm also going to be, uh, once again, taking your call. So right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and put uh, the link down in, in the comments. So if you want to uh, chime in, uh, please do. All right, here we go. So I uh, want to give a special shout out to everybody that's in the comments. Ram, Zoidy, uh, Brian, Rico, uh, Derek, uh, Breeze Fan 12 uh let's see who else we got we got robert we got dalton got earl justin sanchez uh it's j187 we got chanel in here we got soul so thank you all very much got a lot of people filing in right now and once again the link is down in the comments so if you want to call in which i i'm pretty sure that we should have quite a few people calling in especially since you know for some apparent reason uh i guess i just became one of the biggest drew Brees haters on this side of the mississippi for reasons beyond me you know it's amazing to me 
what happens when you start speaking some real start telling some truth and start telling people stuff they don't want to hear you know I, i'm not in a business of trying to please everybody because that's impossible you know I, i've been down that road right i mean you probably been down that road you ever tried to just please everybody you tried to mold yourself in an image that you feel like everybody wants you to be yeah i've been down that road and i, I didn't really too much care for it look Let's go ahead and start with the offense. Uh, the offense of the New Orleans Saints has been stagnant, uh, to say the least. Uh, it's, it's pretty apparent that the New Orleans Saints miss Michael Thomas. All right, Michael Thomas is a very special wide receiver. He has very elite skills. He catches everything that Drew Brees throws to him or any other quarterback of that matter. And uh, I just think that he is the, the, the main issue with the offense right now. They are missing him because he is Drew Brees's uh utility blanket you know what i'm saying like i mean he is his he is his safety net you know he is the guy that if drew Brees uh is in a tight squeeze he can throw the ball and nine times out of ten he know michael thomas is going to catch that football the problem is uh he doesn't have that same type of energy when it comes to other wide receivers i don't know if all those wide receivers out there are just as bad as the saints make them out to be but you you come away from games and you feel like the Saints wide receivers are just straight up hot garbage. Like, I, I just don't get it. But we have some uh, people filing in right now. I want to call in. Uh, G. Lewis, man. G. Lewis, what's going on, man? G. Lewis, are you there? What's going on, man? All right. How you doing, man? What you got for me? Man, I, was, I don't know, man. I think the – I don't know. Receivers – I think they're they're decent. I think around the league, there's 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 four receivers everywhere. I think we got a decent core. I just don't think we're we're. I don't know, man. I I looked at Dre yesterday, man. He wasn't getting the ball downfield. I don't know. I looked like there were some opportunities for him. He didn't take the shots, whether it was not there or or window closed quickly. I think we got to pull the top off, man. At some point, you got to go downfield. At some point, you got to take Man Sanders go down and run it out. Route just go and open up that open up the top field and then you have your dick and dunks later on. But we're not doing any of that, man. It's, it just looked like we're just playing dink and dunk down the field. It worked for twenty seven points, bro. But at the same time, it's like it's not going to work every game. Linebacker core will be too good, and we're going to have to go downfield. I just don't know if we're doing able to do it right now. I just don't know why, man. Maybe Drew just Drew's time is up, but look, look suspect. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, what do you think about the loss of Michael Thomas? I mean, Michael Thomas, 149 receptions. Yeah. The closest receiver to him, uh, you know, was uh, Jared Cook last season. I think the differential was 104 catches in between mm-hmm. the two of them. So 149 catches, offensive player of the year, man. I mean, how important is Michael Thomas right now? I mean, that's that's our that's the guy. That's that's who we forced the ball to when he was double, triple cover. I mean, we didn't think about nobody else. The tight ends were the dump off guys when they when we had plays going on, or you ran, or you ran the ball, or you ran, you ran a, a screen route. But Michael Thomas was your guy. Third down, he's your guy. I mean, he was your all everything guy. So right now, I think Drew's searching. He don't trust nobody. You know, he he's, he that's that's the guy he was going with. And so now you got to build trust with guys who just common. Comment like me and you out there playing receiver. It seemed like, but it's not. They better than us, but still. So he hasn't got there with Manuel Sanders. That hopefully this game sparks in Manuel Sanders' uh, trust. But he he needs Michael Thomas out there as security. As the, I throw the ball to him in that tight window, he'll make the catch, and I can get five, ten, twenty yards from it, and and have that same trust with everybody else. Hopefully that'll come back. Michael Thomas come out next week, but you know we'll see. 
Yeah, man. I mean, look, I know there's a lot of reports saying that Michael Thomas might come back this week, but look, I don't, I don't want to see him get rushed back. You know, I understand that the Saints are struggling right now offensively, but look, Michael Thomas is the guy that's going to be the leader of this team once Drew Brees retired. And yeah. whoever the quarterback is, they're going to be leaning and dependent on him in order for them to make plays. And I don't want him to be rushing back and end up being damaged goods prematurely. I mean, let's just be honest, man. Once you, once you get around the age of 30, 31, that's when you start to become, quote, unquote, damaged goods to teams. I don't want him to go ahead and, uh, you know, try to shorten his career by trying to come back, trying to win a couple of games. You know what I'm saying? That, I mean, the team got to be able to win uh, with and without you. But, uh, G. Lewis, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it. Call back anytime, man. Okay. All right. Going to move on. We got Chosen, man. Chosen, what's going on, man? What's going on, TJ, man? Yeah, what you got for me, man? Uh, what you think the problem is with the New Orleans Saints right now? Um, It's simple, man. The same things we've been hollering about, man. We're not running the ball when we up and when we're supposed to. We get away from the play calling. We still not disciplined with the, with the penalties, man. I feel like if some of those, even with all the flaws we have, man, I feel like if the penalties were minimized, I mean, let's just take two or three away, man. Like they, then they, they not just random penalties, man. They, they crucial game moment, game changing penalties that put the team, other teams in position to, to go up or take the ball game up. And another thing, man, I feel like we become too, we put all our eggs in the basket of Michael Thomas. I feel like. Yeah. We we allowed him to become so much of a factor that we're crippled. You know how, mm-hmm. like, you know, growing up in the South, man, you know how they say, man, you know, somebody taking care of you, somebody taking care of you, but they always say, I'm not going to always be here to take care of you. Yep. I feel like, you know, yeah. like, it's just like you raising somebody. You know, they never had to get a job. They never had to pay bills. You took care of them their whole life. And now once they pass away and move on, and now you out there in that world by yourself, you, you don't have no, you don't have no support because you was always, you know, leaned Leaning, on somebody, yeah. always taking care of somebody. I feel yeah. like that's what happened with the Saints, man. We've become a victim of that. And now yeah. it's we're trying to do the same thing with Kamara. You know, God forbid, or you know, knock on wood, anything happened to Kamara, we're screwed, man. It's like we, yeah. we continue to shape game plans around the same two guys, and we forget that we have other guys. And I feel like we contradict ourselves. We say, oh, the Saints have the best offense. We have so many weapons. I can't tell. Yeah. I can't tell we have so many weapons. One right. man go down, the whole the whole ship is gone. So yeah. I feel like, man, we we didn't shake. And a lot of that got to do with, I guess, Sean Payne with laser play calling. I feel like he right. had a game plan coming to this year that, that shaped around Michael Thomas for majority and Alvin Kamara. But like you say, things happen, unexpected things happen that goes out the window. And now maybe he don't he don't have the patience to reshape a new game plan for the season. Maybe he just wanna plug in, you know, Deontay Harris and these other receivers and hoping they have the talent that Michael Thomas has to to fulfill the the goals, which Michael Thomas is a generational player. There is no other Michael Thomas. So you can't right. expect guys to do what he was born and blessed and gifted to do. So I feel like man, it's it's is we're not disciplined. I think it's lazy play calling, and I feel like we 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 become crippled. We become one dimensional. So, if we can fix those things, man, I see us getting back on track. But as long as we keep doing the same thing, man, it's, it's gonna be a long season for us, man. And we talking about making the playoffs. Hell, we might not even we may give up our division if we don't if we don't get a grip of it. You know, I was telling somebody at work, man. The way we playing right now, I know you got your prediction show coming up, man. But I, I don't I don't see us. 
giving the Lions the run for their money. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm I saying? Because yeah. they playing with heart. They might mm-hmm. be losing, but they damn sure are playing like they got way more to prove than we do. So yeah. I we just gotta fix it, man. That's that's all I gotta say. Yeah, man. I mean, you make some very good points, man. And uh, you know, I just think that sometimes uh we use uh, different players as, as crutches, you know what I'm saying? And um, also those players can be enablers. You know, I feel like when Michael Thomas, it it, it made uh, Drew Brees and it makes Sean Payton be a little bit lazy when it comes to the decision makers, you know, because they can always lean on him to in order for him to be uh, the guy that make plays. But I, I just thought they would be better off, you know, right now, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you had a lot of young players and that would give them the opportunity to step up in the absence of Michael Thomas. But Chosen, uh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, man. We're we going to move on to Earl. Earl, what's going on, man? How you doing? Uh, rough what? time, man. What's going on? Who that? Man, who that, man? What you got for me? Okay. The generics of the whole obligation to what Drew Brees is, I realized this because mm-hmm. if you pay attention to what he had done last night, mm-hmm. was that he has a lack of trust issue. Right. Well, Earl having little issues with his internet, man. We're going to have to move on. Sorry, Earl, man. Uh, we can barely hear you going in and out. Uh, Sanchez, man, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? Yeah. Hey, what you got for me, man? We talking, uh, hey, we talking about what's going on with the New Orleans Saints, man. What you, what's your thoughts on that? Man, honestly, if I can be real genuine, we've been asking this question for the past four years, have we not? We've been having these yeah. same issues with the back end. We've been having these same issues with the play calling. We've been having these same issues with Drew Brees on strength and lack of trust in other names as that's not AK, uh, Alvin Kamara, and Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Once again, bro, we just, I, I don't know, TJ. I, I, I'm trying to, you tell me what's wrong with it, man. We've been taught, we've been having these same conversations this right. whole Super Bowl window. Long before, if, if they didn't get it after the Minnesota Miracle, and then, and for sure after the uh, no pass interference. Yeah. Should we start the rebuild now? I'm sorry. Should we start now? Well, yeah, I, I feel like this it is too late, man. I mean, the season already has started. I mean, you got to go uh, with the team that you got right now. You know I mean? you If you want to talk about rebuild maybe next year, and honestly, it is, it is going to be a rebuild next year. You got a lot of these guys that are familiar faces with the New Orleans Saints most likely won't be with the team because the Saints won't be able to afford them. They won't be able to, be able to afford some of those guys that – uh, we we grown to know and love as as members of the New Orleans Saints. So uh, this season could be the last season we actually see this team intact. Me personally, you know, I have to agree with you, Sanchez. The thing is, um, I look at this 2018 team that they had. I think that's the best Saints team they ever had. I, I just, I'm just being honest. I understand they won the Super Bowl back in 09, but I, I feel like that was the best team that the Saints ever had. I, I feel like they were prime to win a championship. I feel like they would have beat the New England Patriots. A part Mm -hmm. of me, uh, you know, put my conspiracy theory hat on. I feel like the Los Angeles market, they just started out and they were trying to get buzz in Los Angeles. So all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? They had, you know, the Rams go to the Super Bowl so they can 
create interest out there. That's what I feel. And I feel like the Saints were a victim of that. But I do think that uh I do think that this after this season, they're gonna probably gonna try to rebuild this team. And I don't see some of the same players coming back. And I definitely don't see Drew Brees coming back and to be uh in a Saints uniform. I think it's is over for him. He already signed this deal with NBC. I think the writing is already on the wall. I don't feel like NBC would have signed him to a contract, uh, you know, after retirement if they, he hasn't had a conversation with them about how long he's going to keep continue to play. So I just think the writing's mm-hmm. on the wall, man. I think that the Saints need to uh, just focus on trying to get better as a team right now. And there's no excuse why they shouldn't be a good football team. I mean, it's the, basically the same players they didn't have for the last three to four years, maybe one or two different pieces. I just don't get it, man. Uh, but um, Sanchez, yes, man, I appreciate it, man. You call back any time, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me, sir. Right, yeah. I no problem, man. Gonna move on to Josh and Jesus, man. Josh, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, brother? Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do two things here. First, I'm gonna walk back a little bit of what I said last night about Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we both agreed that he's basically become Mister Checkdown, and he really doesn't get down the field no more. Any of that, right? But I got to thinking, I got thinking about something I said to you, and not to toot my own horn, but I t- I said something to you a couple years, or I'm sorry, a couple weeks ago, that Tom Brady has been getting the Patriots to the Super Bowl on checkdowns for 20 years. So if Brady can do it, so can Breeze. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because Brady has always been that guy that only he only goes downfield a few times a game. The only time he ever went downfield on a regular basis is when he had Moss for those couple years. Mm. Other than that, it's three, four times a game at the most. Right. Everything else is five to seven yards. And that always has been. I mean, you've watched Brady play. You know that. Yeah. yeah. So if Brady can get him to the Super Bowl on that, so Breeze can get us to a Super Bowl on that. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk back what I said about Breeze for that reason. I'll let you cut in if you got something to say. But Yeah, Josh, let me, let me say this, man. You know, I get what you're saying. That's a very interesting point. The only thing I would have to say is I feel like even though Tom Brady – were checking it down. He was he was a check down Charlie himself. He had a head coach in Bill Belichick that can be able to change game plans from week to week. You look at the, the New England Patriots one week, they'll be a run dominant team. The next week, they'll be trying to air the ball out. So I feel like Bill Belichick, even though uh, Tom Brady was checking it down, he was able to create a formidable team around Tom Brady in order for Tom Brady to do what he does best. And the defense can be able to take up the, the slack. They'll be able to pick it up. When it comes to the New Orleans Saints, they don't have that. They don't have that. Like, Sean Payton just going to run his game plan. He's going to do exactly what he wants to do, and he don't care what anybody else thinks. That's my that's my only issue right there. Sean Payton is too stubborn at times to adapt. Bill Belichick goes from week to week. He tears up the game plan from last week. He, he just basically just throws it out of the window. Why I feel like he goes out and gets all those smart, nerdy type players that score high on the Wonder League test because he wants those guys to be smart enough to in order for them to adapt from week to week with the game plan. If the Saints had a coach like Bill Belichick, there's no doubt about it, he'd probably be in Super Bowl right now. But when you have a coach that just cannot get out of his own way and he's coaching uh against two coaches, one the opposition and, and the other one is himself. We're going to continue to have the same issues, and that's why I feel like the Saints are in trouble, Josh. Okay, so um, I, I I know I know that there's only a limited amount of times that everybody gets to be on the call, right, so I want to jump. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Um, 
I was just going to say, like, I, I also think that neither – I mean, you, you keep a hyping up Latavius, but I don't think either Latavius or Kamara are ever meant to be featured backs. I'm, okay. I feel like they were meant to be backups to a guy like a Derrick Henry. And, but because one of them is being put in that position – I mean, Latavius did well last night, but, I mean, look how he did early – it was early last season before Bridgewater stepped in. Um, Sean tried to use Latavius, and he was only averaging like two yards per carry or something like that when they actually made him the feature back for a while. So, I mean, it, Latavius doesn't suck, and obviously Camara doesn't, but they're, they're meant to be the backup to the feature back. It, neither one of them is meant to be a, a, a major back. But I wanted to talk about the defense um, because, you know, the defense really sucks right now. Mm. And it seems like as goes Lattimore, so goes the defense. I've, I've always noticed whenever Lattimore has a, has a crappy game, like the defense has a crappy game. Yeah, I don't know if Lattimore just wasn't practicing in the offseason or what was going on, but he doesn't look nothing like like the Marshawn Lattimore the last few years. So, I mean, if he don't get it together, then I think he's a bigger problem than Drew Brees right now is what I'm telling you. I think he's probably yeah. the biggest problem with the team right now. Yeah, Because I mean, he, he expected yeah. to be a superstar. Right. Yeah, he's definitely not playing up to his potential. You know, I, I've said that. I mean, anybody knows me, know I love Marshawn Lattimore, but he has not been playing – uh, up to the potential that we feel like he has. And, uh, you know, I just hope that they just can get it better, man. Only, the only thing that we have going for us as fans of, of the New Orleans Saints is we've seen this story before. Like, we've seen this before. You know, they start off slow, and then all of a sudden they start picking up momentum. But the only thing is, man, right now it's like, I don't know, man. It, it's like they playing like – how they normally would towards the end of the season, how they start sputtering into the playoffs. It's like they're playing like that right now. So that is something that's alarming to me. Uh, but thank you very much, Josh, man. I appreciate it, man. Call back anytime, brother. Yeah, brother. Thanks. All right, man. Take care. Hey, man, Josh and Jesus, man. Shouts out to my guy. Everett, man, what's going on, man? How you doing, brother? What's up, man? I'm probably the last person you want to talk to, but it is what it is. Nah, uh, you good? Yeah, I- <laughs> because I'm because I'm uh I kind of feel like it's too early to just jump off the boat and saying, Oh Lord, dog, you know, it's it's over with. I'm not gonna sit here and be one of them guys. I'm I not gonna because <laughs> we we have too much talent on this football team. We did play uh, uh Aaron Rodgers team that was on fire, very hot team. And I really think that uh, Aaron Rodgers has a lot to prove. He's playing with a vengeance because of that the fact that loves is about to get ready to uh you know to take his spot in the future. I think right. he has he's trying to prove something uh to his uh organization. But mm-hmm. um you know one play the Saints was going neck and neck with the Green Bay Packers. Let's not fool ourselves. Let's not act like the Saints got ran out of the dome. The bottom line is the Saints need the, the who that nation. They really need they they miss that energy. Yeah. If you look at the defense, yeah. the who the who that nation was not behind them. They didn't it was like um and I'm not trying to make an excuse. The bottom line is that no, I agree. Everett, Everett, I agree with you. I agree all, with you. All NFL, all NFL teams are going through it, but I see the Saints rely more on their fans than, than a lot of organizations. Them and the Seattle Seahawks, they really need their fans. It's just it is what it is. Right. And uh we we didn't play bad football teams. We, you know, this 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 year we're starting out the gate against teams that are even the Raiders. The Raiders are uh, are not a bad football team, and I just think the Saints has, has been exploited on uh, on um, the defensive backs. Drew Brees, 
Yes, uh, he started off slow. Uh, you guys got me on on Drew Brees on his lack of trying to go downfield, but I always said that uh, I don't see a lot of guys that were getting open um, that he was confident to throw downfield. And I, I think that Troutman, the guy that they got at, uh, they drafted at tight end, they're not utilizing the young man. Yes. That could be a weapon for the Saints. Yes. That's a. Uh, I also was watching the Saints running game. The running game was devastating the Packers. We were devastating the Packers. And uh, and I take you back to me and your conversation when we were talking about Peyton Manning, the year that Peyton Manning got a chance to, you know, win a championship. Um, Peyton Manning was a great quarterback who who team carried him. Yep. When When is the team going to carry Drew Brees? And that's all I'm saying. We, uh, and, yes, Drew had made the bone interception last week. But, man, you know, don't get mad at the man for checking down to Alvin Kamara or going to his, uh, you know, playing out his progressions. I play a quarterback. I know what he was doing. He's passing the ball. He's not trying to force it. He did try to go deep. Well, for those who say he was not trying to go deep, he he did a pump fake. He got smashed. He got smashed because, you know, and then uh, Andrews P got hurt. So there's a lot of things. I'm worried about Pete. We just gave that money to him. What the hell are we doing with that? I did not like that move. Uh, the bottom line is that that's money that could have been used on some more defenders. I think the Saints lack more playmakers on defense. We got it. We, I just, uh, it scares me. Other than Demario Davis, there was nobody out there on fire. Even Cam Jordan. Uh, fans, when are we going to criticize Cam Jordan? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, no pressure. Aaron Rodgers sat back there in the pocket, was like, was not touched, uh, TJ, was not touched. Okay? So, when are we going to uh, sit there and hold our veterans like Malcolm Jenkins and and, and guys like this guy uh, accountable? Not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if we're going to criticize Drew Brees, let's criticize all of the veterans. And that's just what I want to do. I think that this team got a shot. And uh, as I leave you right now, because I'm on the road, but I wanted mm -hmm. to tell you, you're doing an excellent job. I'm a passionate guy. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you're my partner. So at the end of the day, when me and you don't agree on something, that doesn't mean that's the end of the world because we don't agree on a certain situation. Yeah. I just don't believe the team. Uh, I don't think it's over with. I think we get stronger at the end. I think the fans going to get a chance to come back. And I think the Saints are going to come back and, and make a run for it. And I just meant, meant you know, y'all might say I'm the super fan. I love, I don't like to uh, criticize. Yes, I do. If y'all don't know when I'm mad on a Sunday and I'm just in there cursing or breeze out, cursing everybody out. So I just want to keep doing what you're doing, bro. You're the baddest out here. Keep doing what you're doing. You keep me fired up. You know what I'm saying? You have a nice one, brother. All right, man. You be safe on that road, man. Thank you for the analysis, brother. We're going to have to get together again, man. All right. Man, shout out to everyone. He out on that road right now. And be careful, my brother. Uh, Big E, K-Scott, what's going on? What's that, TJ? What's going on with you, babe? How you man, doing? Not much, man. How you doing, man? What you got for, for me, man? Oh, man, What's going I, on with I, I just walked in and, you know, I just walked in and see that you went live. I said, let me go and call my partner, TJ, a, a call. <laughs> man, I appreciate you it, know, man. Tr trust me, trust me. As a true Saints fan, I'm talking about always since the Dawn Patrol and all that. You know, I'm upset, but I do see progress. I do see progress. And there's a whole bunch of variables that happen in the game Sunday night. Whole bunch of variables. I'm talking about like, uh, our secondary, no confidence at all in their own skill. Like they don't trust each other. Mm -hmm. They don't trust each other. First, they they 
you acting confident when you got something to prove. Yep. Don't act confident when you got something to prove. You know, you're supposed to be confident in your skills, but you're supposed to have a chip on your soul. You say, you know what? We're going to shut everything down. Nothing can pass us. And I don't see that cop. I see that lack of data. So that comes from coaching. That's the first thing. The right. second thing is that Sean Payton, he really got predictable. He got so predictable on his play calling. Like, they know exactly what he's going to do. Yep. And, it, and, it, and, it, and it's, it's proven a fact. You got to switch up. The reason why Bill Belichick, the way he, he's not predictable, he played the game. Bill Belichick played the game the way that Jordan played the game when he was playing basketball. I'm gonna give you what you. I'm gonna take what you give me. Yeah. You gonna stop my passing? I'm gonna eat you up on a run. You gonna stop my run? I'm gonna eat you up on passing. Soon yeah. as you start getting comfortable with it, I'm gonna hit you up with something else. You gotta yeah. play the. You gotta play the game like chess instead of playing the game like you, like it's checkers. And checkers. Yep. Yeah, I agree, man. And, uh, I feel like anybody that's that's comparing, like, uh, Sean Payton. I know uh, with Josh, you know, I mean, he made some great points. Uh, that was the only thing that I, I disagree with him with when it comes to, like, the way that Bill Belichick coach compared to what Sean Payton actually does. Sean Payton is just – he's stubborn, man. I, I love him. I, I think yes. he's the greatest coach that ever coached the New Orleans Saints. I mean, that's without saying. But yes. he is very, very stubborn. And I feel like he has reached a point where he knows that he's the greatest coach that the Saints ever had. So why, how could we possibly tell him anything, right? Because y'all wasn't nothing before I got here. That's that's his mind frame, in my opinion. And he carries himself that way, especially when it comes to his play calling. Like, who are you to undermine me? But I'm just saying, man, you, you, you can do two things here. You can continue to coach the same way that you've been coaching since the beginning and not being able to adapt. And the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to end up losing your job, end up going somewhere else. You, you got to be able to change with the times, man. You know, you look at somebody like Andy Reid. Andy Reid has become more successful with Kansas City because he has changed the way that he does things. I mean, Andy yeah. Reid, I mean, it was the Brian Westbrook show back, in, you know what I'm saying, back in the day, right? <laughs> it, was, it was McNabb yes. to Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? That, that, was, that was the show. That was the that show was the whole out there. Yep. That was the whole show. At, man, he's throwing the ball down the field, man. He's being more exotic. He's going to these high schools, he's going to these colleges, he's talking to these coaches, he's looking at different plays to implement, to bring to Patrick Mahomes in order for him to be successful as a as a quarterback and, and that offense to be successful as an offense. Sean Payton needs to do the same thing, but I just feel like he's just too full of himself, man, and I think that's that, costing the Saints right now. That is true. That is so true. Now, watching the game, of course, we, we caught some real, real horrible pass, like that horse collar. Totally found him call. Right. That was even the announcer said that was totally a bad call. Then oh, the illegal yeah. block on the illegal block on Taysom Hill. That was another bad call. The oh. refer, the call about that. And you know what? People don't realize sometimes that is a sometimes that is a, a confidence breaker. Like if a team rolling, then all of a sudden you get hit with a bad call like that. Then all of a sudden it's like a snowball effect. Just like when um let's say with that horse collar play. That was just only a five-yard play, but it turned to a 20-yard play because of the penalty. Yeah. Now the defense, like, now they're yep. looking at it and saying, all right, how can we tackle now? Because we saw that he did a legal tackle. Now they they paranoid right now. They don't know even know how to play right now. So that's a totally yep. confidence booster. It was some horrible play, even though we did put ourselves in some bad positions, such as the kickoff. Come on now. You you've been you've been on special scenes since you probably started. You know you should have hurried up and got back on that field. 
But he gonna wait till he run halfway down the field to get back in there. Come on, now you kill yourself. Yep. Bad but technique, man. Uh, every, that, everything that could go wrong is going wrong with this team. And uh, we all know when it comes to the referees, I mean, you ain't about to get nothing from them if you're a oh, no. Oh, no, at all. So, oh, no. you know, it's, it's enough you have to play against them. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, you got to play against the opposition. Now you got to play against the referees too. So you got to take it out of a lot of people's hands here, man. Yeah, uh, but big easy, man. But I gotta go ahead and let you go, man. I got a couple more people on the line. Appreciate, I appreciate it, no man. Problem. Call back in the time, man. You got it, brother. You got it. All right, take it easy. All right, man. With K Scott right there, big easy. Uh, we're gonna move on. Uh, how you doing? I'm sorry, I, I can't I can't see your name. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, my man. Yeah, man. What's your name? I'm sorry. I, I, the I right, man. D-A-R-I-T-E. Okay, the right, man. I appreciate you calling in, man. What you got for me, man? We talking about the Saints. What, what What's going on with them? For sure. Um, first of all, TJ, man, I appreciate your show. I'm all the way in Orlando, Florida. Love what you do, man. Keep it up, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Uh, what do you think about this? Okay, what do you think about this Saints uh, team, man? I mean, offensive, defensive, what, like, what, what's going on with them, man? What's the biggest issue with the New Orleans well, Saints? Based on, based on what I'm seeing, you can tell that the confidence and the team is totally shook, all right? Mm -hmm. And we're going into it with this mindset that we're not the underdog. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, maybe, maybe our approach should be like, we did when we had Teddy Bridgewater playing the game. Peyton coached a yep. very cautious game, but he was directing what he was trying to accomplish. Right. And that's from an offensive perspective. When Teddy had the ability to make passes, the passes were accurate, they were direct, and he knew exactly where he was going. Right. Due to the fact that Drew Brees have taking a step back, maybe Sean should have that approach as far as the offense is concerned. Mm -hmm. Now, when it comes to the defense, let me tell you something. Our defense is a good defense, but the problem is the confidence that we have back there on that back end is too confident. Yeah. And the reason why I say it's too confident is because, number one, you don't, you have to play to your highest potential at every aspect of the game it's the nfl right and you have to have in the back of your mind not for long mm. why pj is there god help me i have no idea why pj is there why pj still exists especially when you got this kid that's on your practice squad that's much better yeah however look you have enough veterans on that other side of the field whereas they don't need coaching from the the, the cornerback coach to make a difference. They know how to play the game. Right. And you know what? I would put the responsibilities on those guys. Look, you guys know how to play the game. Do what you do and play the game. You know, right. I don't have to coach you how to play man to man coverage. You came from Ohio State like that. So that's mm -hmm. something I don't have to do. Jack Rabbit is a is a monster on that other side. If you think about it, they're not even picking on him. Right. I mean, to be to be honest, they're not. Yeah, they're they're not even picking on Jack Rabbit because they know this dude plays the game to take it back to the house. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so if I had I'm gonna leave that right there, man. So that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, the right man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, man, for listening um and watching all the way in Orlando, man. You take it easy, all right? Alrighty. All right, take care. Uh, yeah, man, the right man. He makes some very interesting points. Uh, 
I, I think everybody that called um, made some very good points when it comes to this team. And I and, and I mean, I, I'm behind this camera, you know, and I talk you know, on, on this mic and, you know, you hear my perspective all the time, man. But every now and then, you know, I like to hear your perspective. You know, I mean, I, I don't want to just sit up here and, and not give people their space. You know, I, I feel bad because the last couple of shows that I've had, I didn't feel like I was paying that much attention. I won't say I wasn't paying that much attention. I was, but I feel like I want to give you all, you know, I mean, I want to give you all the floor, man. I mean, this is very frustrating stuff right here. You know, this is very frustrating that you have a team as good as the New Orleans Saints. They have the same pieces that they had over the past couple of years. You would think that the chemistry would be there. And I think that every hit the nail on the head. I think that this team cannot find their own spark. You know, some some teams, you know, they they need that 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 crowd, right? They need that crowd to be cheering. They need that that energy, you know what I'm saying, from the crowd to go inside of them. Rather, you're away from them and you're hearing a, a 60,000 people booing you out of the building and you're using that as fuel to go out there and, and go out there and break their hearts. Or you're at home and you can cheer to revere and you're trying to put on. You know, it's, it, it, it's hard sometimes for everybody to actually have that spark. And that's why I said at the beginning of, of the season, I even said it, man. I, I said – This season right here, the fact that they're not going to have people in the crowd, the fact that you're not going to have a bunch of people cheering for you, you're really going to find out who the real good teams are. And the teams that are really, really good are standing out. Like you're looking at the Seattle Seahawks right now, Russell Wilson playing on another level. You got Patrick Mahomes out there coming back in Los Angeles. I mean, you got uh, Lamar Jackson out there in Baltimore. These teams are starting to show and flex their muscle. And they're showing you that they are better than the other teams. And I feel like the New Orleans Saints right now, I feel like they need way too much in order for them to be up and be game. And that's not what that's not what, what symbolizes a great team. What symbolizes a great team is, one, not making all these mistakes. Number two, playing as a cohesive unit. And, and, and number three, most importantly, bring your own fire. You know, my grandfather, for those that don't know, my grandfather is a preacher. And, uh, you know, my grandfather, when we used to have these programs, you know, we used to have these church anniversaries, usher anniversary, choir anniversaries, you know, he'll get up there every now and then he'll say, uh, don't try to come over to warm on my fire. Bring your own fire with you. That's what he would say. You know, like you have to bring something to get something. So. I feel like the New Orleans Saints, they need to bring something in order for them to get something. You got to bring that spark. You got to bring your own fire. Don't be trying to warm up next to the next person. Bring your own fire. Bring your own spark. Bring your own passion out there to the field. You don't need a bunch of people to cheer you in order for you to know how great you are. You're playing in the National Football League. There's not a human being right now that's a guy, you know what I'm saying, in my opinion, the majority of guys, that wouldn't want to be in that person's place. Rather, he's like the worst player in the National Football League. Rather, we say he sucks or he stinks. Some of us would trade places with that person in a second. They're living a dream. So the fact that you're actually playing in the National Football League is an honor. You know what I'm saying? You are you are the creme de la creme. And I feel like they need to carry themselves as such and not carry themselves as such just by the way that they look on the field but the way that they execute as well. That's very, very important, man. You don't have to look for other people to bring your own fire, man. Bring 
I mean, bring bring your own. Don't look for nobody else fire, man. Bring your own fire with you. Bring that spark. Bring that passion. Bring 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 that desire to win. Okay, I understand, man. It's a job, right? You know what I'm saying? Big contracts, big money, nice cars, beautiful ladies. Uh, you can go eat anywhere you want to. You know what I'm saying? You you looked at almost like a god in your local city. You know, I get it. But at the same time, man, it's about passion. It's about love it, for the game. That's that's what it's about. It's rather you have it or you don't. Chosen says the NFL knows the Saints are a threat to the Buccaneers and Tom Brady winning divisions. So uh, we have the, uh, the super hard schedule uh, and they have a cakewalk. Yeah, they, they definitely try to get that schedule for Tom Brady. Have them going up against Powder Puff teams in order for his team to get it together for them to be in sync. So when the schedule starts to get hard, they'll be on the same page by that time. Uh, that's an excellent point. Uh, Jerry Poor says the State of the Saints podcast, TJ, why did we sign King Crawley back to the team? What is so special about the guy? Uh, it's just the uh, uh, the familiarity of of the uh, him, you know, the fact that he came to the New Orleans Saints what back 2016, 2017, something like that, and um, they know him, you know, and um, everybody in the locker room, you know, especially in the secondary, uh, people like Marshawn Lattimore, people like Marcus Williams, they love this guy. It's, I think Marshawn Lattimore and Ken Crawley are like really, really close. So it, it's just the fact that he's familiar with the team. That's the reason why he brought him back. I mean, he's on the practice squad right now. And I don't see Ken Crawley playing nothing but special teams at, at most. He, 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 I would be highly surprised if he hits the field. The rail says, right, TJ. Uh, Chosen said, what up, Jerry? Tier 1 says, I honestly think we would be 3-0 and with Mike Thomas. Yeah, I, I think so, too. That, he, he just got hurt, you know, early in the season. But like I said, man, I, I'm look, this is the best time for it to happen if he was going to get hurt. I, I wouldn't want to see him get hurt. Uh, late in the season that, that's just that's just my honest opinion hey man what's going on man how you doing yo what's up tj hey man what, what's your name and where you calling from uh my name Marlon. i'm calling from houston but i'm a uh i'm a, from new orleans okay man uh what you got for me man we're talking about uh the saints man what, what's the biggest issue in your opinion man i'm looking at the trade deadline <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking we need to go ahead on and probably try to trade either Andrews, Pete, or Marcus Williams, and try to get somebody in that can play better guard play or play better safety play. And mm. man, for years I think Sean Payton been hunting this team with not running the ball. Uh, right. This stems all the way back from the Vikings game uh, with the with the uh, miracle. This stems back from the the uh, the no call. Like, if we would have just ran the ball with Mark Ingram right there instead of throwing the ball on uh, first down to uh, to Michael Thomas, I felt like we would have won that game. It would have never even been a flag situation. Uh, with uh, the Vikings game last last year, well, I, I feel like injuries played a lot of big part in that. We could have used Davenport and we could have used Rankins and a full healthy Kamara, but we, we waited too long to adjust to Davin Cook with Dennis Allen waiting too long to adjust the people and stuff. Right. But I feel like Sean Payton really, really is killing this team when it comes to the, uh, to the run. And like you say, man, he's, he's probably the next Marty Scheidenheimer had he not had that one Super Bowl 11 years ago. Yep. Yeah, man. Uh, I just feel like Sean Payton sometimes out coaches himself. It ain't even about the, the guy on the other side of the field. You know, I just think that 
uh, even this game that just passed. I mean, you were running a football, 150 yards in the first half, and you run a ball only six times for 12 yards in the second half. Like, it, it makes absolutely no sense. And, you know, if you're running a ball, you're getting three, four yards a clip. Why are you still trying to go out there and trying to be exotic and trying to be sexy and coming up with all these special plays? Like, who cares? Like, who cares if you know that the defense know you're going to run the football? They haven't stopped you all day. So what that tell you? They cannot stop you. So why not keep on running the same plays over and over again? And we're seeing and, it with the, I mean, we've seen it with the 49ers. I yes, mean, I, I was just yeah. about to say that. I was I was going to say we Sean Payton need to treat Drew Brees like he's Jimmy Garoppolo and we just need to get a get do what the 49ers did last season and just utilize our backs and, and put the ball in our playmakers' hands. Right. And, you know, yeah. maybe, now, Drew, maybe Drew don't got the long ball no more, but he can at least, you know, just take shots and move the chains here and there when need be. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like there's a few things that's missing. There's a few things that's missing from this team in order for them to, to be that Denver Bronco, to be that San Francisco 49ers team. Now, you can – like to me, the Saints are a better running team right now than they are a passing team. Like anybody's watching these last three games, I mean, it's been proven. But they don't have a, a a strong offensive line to like like Denver had back in 2015, or what the uh, 49ers had last season. And they don't have a lights out defense that can get stops. You know, a lot of the times, like they'll go out there run the ball, control the time of possession. The defense will go back out there, force three and outs. The Saints don't do that, right? I mean, the defense go back out there, they probably be out there a whole quarter because they can't stop nobody. So, I mean, the, the the long time that they out there on the field, the offense, if they did get in some type of rhythm, they're on the sidelines, you know what I'm saying? They, they, I mean, they, they like the rhythm is getting off because how long they are on the sidelines in real time. So the Saints got to fix a lot of things in order for them to even be focused on teams like that, man. But I definitely agree. Uh, you got to take it out of Drew Brees' hands and become a more uh, run-dependent team. But <laughs> I, I feel like this. Like, I, I hate to say it, but when Andrews Pete went down, I'm, I'm sorry he got hurt. But when Cesar Ruiz came in the game and you had Nick Easton on the right on the right guard side, I mean, the Saints running game was looking pretty doggone good. So maybe we Our running game was looking good since the beginning of that game. To yeah. me, we just got to stick with the run. I feel like this team easily 3-0 and had we just – Maybe put uh, Marshawn Lattimore on Waller, just like they put a keep to leave on Jimmy Graham with the uh, with 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 the, with the Saints game a uh, couple of years back on the tight right. end. I feel like we could we could have we could have uh, we could have just ran the ball more this last game, and it'll easily, you know, just took possessions away from Aaron Rodgers. So that have been less flags happening to us. That have right. been that have been. It, it, it probably would have never got into a situation where it had been a, a push off with the call. It never, it probably never got into a situation where it had been a horse collar because right. we're still in possessions from it. And yeah. that's just football 101. I don't know why Sean Payton can't get that through his head. And mm. once you challenge him, that's when you're out of the door, just like yep. Adrian Peterson did last time. Yep. When Adrian I mean. Peterson did it last time. And, and that's one dude I hope that we're going to be able to stop because I know he's going to want to you know, give it to us again. But right. I'm not too much really worried about Adrian Peterson because he can't really ca- catch up the backfield. Like any running back don't really scare me. What scares me is 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 just good receivers and you know a good mobile quarterback that can extend the play because right. uh I, I I think uh I think 
I think if we would have just ran the ball more, we would have definitely put us in way better position to win this game because they would have never put up 37 points, first of all. And then second of all, why why not get the ball to the hot hand? We should have kept on giving the ball to Kamaro. And whenever he do get tired, just use our bell call with Murray. Right. And Murray might be another trading piece that we might have to think about for the deadline because if Peyton not going to use him, we might as well get some goods elsewhere. And right. that's the only people I can see that we probably going to have to give up in the deadline is Murray, Pete, or Marcus Williams because everybody else is too valuable. And I don't know what the hell happened to Cook. I don't know if he got an injury or not because – Yeah, he had a groin. He had a groin injury, man. Uh, he caught a pass on the sidelines. Uh, he, he came down kind of awkwardly, like almost like a little split or whatever. When did like that happen, then. though? Uh, it happened like in the second quarter. I I, I saw when it happened. So like he never I'm, came. So he never came back in the game after nah, the second. Uh, uh-uh. he didn't come back in. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I saw it happen, man. I see that, him like kind of walk gingerly, like when he uh, when it happened. I was like, and that's okay. another dude. He all he, he man. He always getting hurt when we need him in his big games. He he did it in the 49ers game. Yeah, I mean, I, but that 49ers game that wasn't his fault, man. I mean, they they would they target him. I mean, they didn't have an answer for him. Two catches, two touchdowns. They have no answer for that guy. They they have to lower the boom and get him up out of there. He would have ate all day. He would have ate all day. Yeah, that was one. That was one thing I was saying about. Okay, well, Mark, if Michael Thomas missed a couple of games, okay, we got a safety blanket with with our tight end. Yeah, Drew right. Brees can't throw the ball down deep for for Trey Quan or Emmanuel Sanders if they go deep, but at least he got his safety blanket to just move the chain. And then you know you got maybe little slant routes, and you know we probably could do a a reverse to Harris or a screen mm-hmm. to Harris or, you know, we could mix it up with Taysom. We got too many playmakers on this team. I, I guarantee you if we had Bill, if we had. Uh, Mo Baines, uh, as his camera went out, man, he's making some good points, man. Shouts out to Mo right there, man. First time caller right there. Uh, appreciate you, man. I'm sorry, man. Your, uh, yes, your uh, service went out on that one, my brother. Hey man, but you call back anytime, man. I appreciate that. Uh, let's go ahead and go back to the uh comments here. Uh, let's see. Malik says, I'm so tired of seeing PJ Williams make this team. I don't get it. Like, I don't get it. I, I know you can find other cornerbacks better than PJ Williams. I know you can. I, I know you can. I mean, you can move him to safety. And in my opinion, I feel like you know he might be a formidable safety, but why are they still trying to make this man play nickel? I, I don't get it. Uh, we have other weapons. Yeah, I mean, like like Maul just said, I mean, we got so many other weapons. I mean, we got Deontay Harris. We got Taysom Hill. Uh, Traquan Smith, I feel like he can do some big things. You know, I feel like Adam Trotman, they're not even using this guy. They're using this guy to block. Like, come on, man, why are you trying to turn this guy to Josh Hill? Like, this dude can be really, really good. And I'm, I'm getting real, real nervous, man, because it seems like to me, that the Saints aren't trying to utilize none of these young guys. Like, they're not trying to use none of these young guys at all. Like, anybody that they drafted, it seems like they don't want to try to use. That goes to show you right there the impatience of Sean Payton, in my opinion. You know, like, you're too impatient to even try to get these guys coached up in order for them to go out there and make some noise. Like, come on, man. Like, there's no excuse why these guys can't go out here and get no passes or Zach Bourne, we haven't seen him, uh, uh, you know, at all. I don't think he even played uh, at all, for the exception of special teams. It just seems like to me he doesn't even have the patience. It's like, he okay, we had a short season. Look, these guys aren't going to be coached up, so we're going to put them on the side. We're going to redshirt them. Like, get these guys coached up. Get these guys involved. 
TJ, I'm very proud of your success. I do miss the smaller shows when it was just a few of us. <laughs> yeah, tier one, man. I appreciate it, man. Uh, Look, man, I, I appreciate it. It's for people like yourself, man, who've been holding it down since day one. It's the reason why the State of Saints podcast has grown uh, to be what it is and, and continuously grow, man. So, man, thank you so much, man. You know, I, I appreciate it, man. Y'all been holding it down with me for a long time. Before I was even behind the camera, you know, I used I used to just do the little recordings and do the little slideshows and stuff like that, man. Y'all been holding it down since then. So um, I'm forever blessed, you know. I know <laughs> I, I just had this conversation. It's funny. Yeah, this guy that uh, reached out to me and said that I, he feel like because of the success of the show that I've become cocky and I'm full of myself. I'm like, man, look, anybody that know me, personally anybody that know me or been around me or see how i act I, i'm the furthest thing from cocky I, I'm, I'm confident even saying that look i do this for the two people that are in the other room i do it for my wife and i do it for my son that, that's who i do it for and i do it because i love what i do you know what I'm i love talking about the new orleans saints i've been a saints fan since i was four years old and i'm passionate about that you know i mean <laughs> That, that's why I do it. You know, if I, I come off as cocky, I mean, I apologize, you know, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I just lo love what I do. And, you know, I try to bring as much energy as I can every single show. I try to bring as much passion every single show. So, you know, but it's for people like Tier One and Jerry and, and Josh and, you know what I'm saying, and, and Bobby Cross and Chemo and, and my boy Chosen, like so many other people, man, who have been – supporting this show from the beginning man and always holding me accountable shouts out to dexter man who always inboxing me dex like we're doing the show tonight and brian man brian uh pearson always reaching out to me man giving me you know what i'm saying motivation you know what i'm saying like uh you know what i'm saying ghost face always with the optimism it's people like that that keep this show going for me that keep me trying to bring the energy man i love y'all man for real and I i'm happy for the growth and the success of this this podcast shalanda uh, chanel says definitely not a cocky person far from it man shouts out to shalanda man now i feel like that's a little bit of bias right there man because that's my homie from jackson state right there shalanda what's going on man <laughs> shouts out to shalanda man but um yeah man i look i man i i do it because i love you and like i said man i every single morning i wake up man and my son, he sleeps in our bed because he don't want to sleep in his own bed. I, I wake up and I see my wife and I see my son. That is the motivation I have, man, to get up. And no matter how tired I am from, you know, I, I drive like an hour to go to work at the radio station. I'm leaving the house at like four in the morning to get to the radio station and be able to be there in front of the, you know, in front of the mic at 6 a.m. But that is my motivation. That's why I aspire to be the very best I can possibly be. You know, th that is my motivation. I love those two. And I love you all. <laughs> I love talking about the Saints, man. So I appreciate it. Uh, Dwight says, uh, TJ, I think Drew Brees needs to uh, split the quarterback position and taste some hell, and he will not get a Super Bowl alone. Uh, so you're you talking about a, a, mix, a, a mixture, a mixed bag here. Uh, yeah, I do think they need to implement Taysom Hill a little bit more. Look. It happens, folks. People fumble the football, but I'm not going to give up on Taysom Hill. And I said this morning on the podcast that I would have done the same exact thing. Taysom Hill, we, we haven't seen him fumble the football on the RPL. 
You know what I'm saying? So we're not let's let's not just crucify the guy and just write this guy off and say that he sucked. Let's stop waiting in front of the TV because we got like certain biases towards players and we the player that that is standing in the way of the player that we like. Let's stop staring at the TV and hoping that they fail so we can just go ahead and start typing and saying, I told you so. Taysom Hill is a really good weapon for the New Orleans Saints. I would have ran that play because the same folk that was out here criticizing Taysom Hill, in my opinion, were the same folk that saying why the Saints didn't keep him in a game in a wild card game when Drew Brees fumbled. So we can't have it both ways, folks. I mean, I understand it's the passion of the game. We want the Saints to win. But let's 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 not write people off, man. It happens, man. I mean, he fumbled the football, but I would I would have run that same exact play. I got that type of I got that type of uh respect and love and and hope and, and taste him to make plays. Chiefs, even though uh his number one receiver is a dirtbag who abuses his family. I'm talking about uh Tyreek uh Tyreek Hill. Yeah, man, I'm not down with that, you know. I mean, some very some very questionable uh, behavior by Tyreek Hill, to say the least. But Shelton Slack said, do you think it's time for a complete coaching staff makeover? Uh, No, not yet, Shelton. Um, no, not yet. Not yet. Um, It's not like we're on some Dan Quinn, Atlanta Falcon type stuff, you know. <laughs> uh, It's just the fact that Sean Payton is just – Sean Payton is a little bit arrogant, man. I just feel like sometimes he just outcoaches himself, and I think that he needs to – Go back to the drawing board, man, and, uh, you know, understand if it ain't broke, don't fix it. The running game was really working in this game. It was really working, and he, he got away from it, and that's what cost the Saints uh, the victory on last night. Stay the Saints podcast. TJ, you my dude. I appreciate you, my brother. Jerry, I appreciate you too, man. That's the OG of the State of the Saints podcast. Uh, Ghostface says, I've always checked out TJ's podcast, and he's the same old dude. Yeah, I mean, I try to be, man. You know, I mean, if if my behavior changes, I, I guarantee you it has something to do with me actually observing something that I do and I try to change it or try to work on trying to become better. I feel like I've become better as an interviewer. Like the first interview that I did with Johnny Shazer, I, I'll be honest with y'all, y'all, my family, I was nervous as hell. Like <laughs> I was nervous. And not to mention with Zach Streif, oh, my goodness, I was, like, really, really nervous. And I, I went back and I looked at the, those interviews. And, you know, as time went on, you know, I, I found my groove, you know. So anytime, like, it may seem like I'm, you know, like, man, who you think he is? But it's just the fact that I, I just tried to deliver my words and, and I try to give you all the best analysis possible. It has absolutely nothing to do about being cocky. I'm going to be real with you. That, that kind of bothers me because I, I just – I mean, I know it shouldn't, but, you know, I, I don't consider myself to be that way at all. I, I don't want to even be perceived to be that way. You know, I mean, people, you know, I, if y'all know some of the things that I've been through to get to this point, I mean, man, I'm far from it. Like, I'm far from it, man. Like, so that, that really does bother me, man, because people see me sitting in front of this camera and they just, you know, come up with their own interpretation of me. Or they go on social media and they see me say something that they don't like and they have their own interpretation of me. But, I mean, look, man, unless you really just get to know who I am, you know, like, man, I mean, the the things that I love to do, like the, the best thing I love to do is spending time with my family. Love spending time with my family. I like documentaries. <laughs> I like the Orleans Saints. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I like hot sizes on French dress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I'm a, I'm a just, you know, that, that's just who I am. Uh, man, respect, TJ. Uh, I appreciate it, Kimo. Uh, Anthony says, uh, whole teams under 30 points. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, they've, been, they've been scoring a lot of points. You know, it's just the fact that they can't stop nobody right now. Derek says, the biggest remedy to the Saints team right now is a win. And I hope that they get it without Michael Thomas. Yeah, that, that would honestly, that would boost the confidence of the Saints tremendously. And, and I think that we all can sit up here and, and and really be proud the fact that the Saints have scored 30 points without Michael Thomas. I, I think that's something to be proud of. In the last two games, they scored it, right? They scored 30 points in the last two games without Michael Thomas. Lattimore right now playing like the worst corner in the league. Yeah, yeah, he is. I, I can't even lie about that. He's he looking horrible out there. He's looking like hot garbage. I, I will admit that. Uh is cam hurt or not telling anyone uh i think cam falls in that category what i was talking about earlier about bringing your own fire i feel like cam jordan is one of those guys that feed off the crowd you know and i feel like that's the one of the things that that is affecting cam jordan's production right now because i feel like he's not that guy that brings his own fire i mean i could be wrong but until he proves otherwise that's what i'm going with uh, Shelton says, what's going on with Cam Jordan? He's all of a sudden becoming extinct like dinosaurs. I mean, it could, like I said, it could be the crowd. It could be the fact that he's in his 30s now. You know, he's going into his 10th season. We we're talking about father time being undefeated with Drew Brees. You know, with quarterbacks, they have all these different rules and that's in place in order for them to play for a long time. They don't have those rules when those guys in the trenches like Cam Jordan. So who knows? Kirk Thompson says, uh, uh, is it me or does the chemistry of the entire team seem a little suspect? Cam Jordan looks as if he has no confidence and Sanders kind of uh, blew Drew Brees off on the sideline. Yeah, man, I, I honestly, I, I don't know, man. As much as I like uh, Emmanuel Sanders as a player, I just get weird vibes from this dude. You know, like I feel like that was very unsaints-like. When he went on ESPN first take and he he brought like the 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 I guess like the first take crew into the Saints locker room. Like we all know the Saints don't operate like that. Like the Saints don't want you to be be telling what we what they do in the locker room. They don't want you to, to know about the conversations they have as a team. And I don't know, man. I just feel like he he's more focused on being front and center sometimes. You know, I like him as a player, but I, I feel I, I, it's, it's a fine line between being cocky and, uh, you know, being a being a jerk a little bit, man. You know, I feel like sometimes like that that was like jerk type behavior right there. And I feel like it, you have to be a team first guy. Like, I feel like by you going up in there and, and telling uh, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman and Molly Carroll about what's going on in the Saints locker room, that was to try to get you in the good graces of them because, I mean, you like 33 years old. I'm pretty sure you're going to be working on the NFL Network or ESPN, one or the other, because, I mean, he's a articulate brother. You know what I'm saying? He's an articulate brother. He, he, I mean, he, he does, you know, he's a, a really good um, podcaster. You know, I'm checking out his podcast, but I just feel like that's not, that's not Saints-type behavior right there. That's something that I uh, – I noticed from him and I feel like that might have something to do with it. Uh, Sean Payton seemed like the type of guy 
if he can't control you, he uh he will keep you. Yeah, man. Anybody that's outspoken, you know, as much as I feel like uh Junior Gallet, I mean, he's not doing himself any favors on Twitter. Uh, I feel like Junior Gallet was one of those guys. Uh, Brandon Cooks was another guy. Akeem Hicks is another guy. It seems like anybody that's outspoken or speak up for themselves, he hurry up and get them up out of the door. He, uh, he labeled them distractions. Yeah, we lost last night, but let's not forget the Falcons blew another 15-point lead. <laughs> yeah, that is true, man. But in the process of, you know, of it all, I mean, they 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 did blow a 15-point lead, but I'm more concerned about the Saints actually winning a game right now. I mean, it's funny, but it would be even more funny if the Saints were actually in the catbird seat, in the words of Shannon Sharp. Uh, TJ, uh, you can't be liked by everybody. Uh, there are haters everywhere. Yeah, that is true, man. But, you know, I just one thing that just bothers me when people have their overall interpretation of you and they don't really even get to know you. I remember one guy told me, he's like, I don't even have to know you and I don't like you. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Just imagine how many great people you're missing out on getting to know because you don't want to take the opportunity to have conversations with people. You know, you, you should never want to be that way. Chanel, uh, shots out to you. Uh, defense, uh, got to stop the penalty, especially on third down, but overall penalties, uh, nonetheless. Yeah, I agree with that, man. They definitely got to stop these uh, boneheaded penalties out there, man. It, it just, it's getting ridiculous right now. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't get why. Why are they doing that? Marcus Williams is horrible. I don't want to say horrible, but he definitely not playing the way I thought he would at the beginning of the season. I thought maybe the help of Malcolm Jenkins being out there might help him. Uh, but it just seems like, I don't know, man, he, he, he just can't tackle. Every time the opposing quarterback uh, cocks his arm back and launched the ball with everything he has, I'm 100% sure every Saints fan's heart sinks because they know one or two things will happen. I, I guarantee you, man. Like, and and it's and it's so dramatic because when a quarterback throws the ball down the field, the cameraman just slowly starts gliding the, the camera down the field, and you like, he just give you that brief moment to take a deep breath because you know something good is not going to happen. You know, cheap and deep, as I say. You know, anything cheap and anything deep. A moment of silence for the Atlanta Falcons bow that is uh anthony me too <laughs> we catching a rhythm uh we juicy got to stop letting the refs stop controlling the game because we had the game last night yeah we got to stop putting it in the hands of the referees and we got to start controlling our own destiny and that's the way the saints are going to start winning football games but i hate to say it as long as they're being conservative offensively and as long as the defense can't get stops we're going to continue to be in phone boot type games. That's the way the Saints offense is structured. Like, look at all the games that happened last year. All of them was almost down to the wire, you know, nip and tuck, you know, make sure that you call the plays the right way. Make sure that you make the right penalty uh, calls. You know, as long as you're playing like that, you're going to continuously have the same issues. You always have that. Uh, Chris says, I just hope the Saints have gotten all the bad games out of their system for the rest of the season. Yeah. 
you know, but as of right now, they only lost two games, folks. Like, you know, there's no real time to panic. I mean, it's some times to make adjustments. Of course, they're losing. But let's not just go ahead and just, you know, just throw the season in the trash, man. Like, you know, let's not just throw it in the trash. I believe they can uh, right the ship. I think they got the right guys to do it. If this was like 2014, 2015, I'd be like, man, look, look, <laughs> maybe we need to be thinking about tanking for Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> But uh, I feel like this team is made of the right stuff, and uh, I think they can get the job done. Chosen says it seemed like Deontay Harris wasn't in a package this week, but in week one, it seemed like Peyton had all kinds of things. I guess he's saving them for Mike Thomas' return. Could be. Could be. And maybe, you know, the fact that Michael Thomas does so many other great things that we don't even pay attention to, that takes, you know, a lot of plays out of the playbook. Like we heard uh, Sean Payton in the NFC Championship game uh, back in 2018, you know, when uh, Josh Hill went down, he said he had to cut about 43 plays out the playbook. So maybe it has a lot to do with not only Michael Thomas being out there as a receiver, but also as a blocker, also, you know, as a as a decoy downfield. So it, it kind of takes away uh, some of those plays, too. We got to keep that in mind, man. I mean. Michael Thomas, uh, he deserves a double team and he will get a double team. So that frees up a lot of guys uh for one-on-ones so maybe you'll start seeing that that's a good point chosen uh go tigers uh oh man don't get me started on lsu uh you think Jameis winston could make an appearance if the saints continue to struggle at very least uh he can stress the defense yeah i, I think you would go tigers if it gets real ugly if we're talking around week six week seven and we're still dealing with the same issues you're probably going to end up seeing Jameis winston i don't see why not i mean if you already uh, looking like a dumpster fire, why not? You know what I'm saying? Let him go out there and try to generate some type of spark. But uh, I think that Jameis Winston, I think the best place for him is on the bench. I think that uh, he has the opportunity to learn and see the field uh, from different angles and being in a position he has never really been in his entire career, and that's sitting on the sideline getting mental reps. He's always been the guy. So maybe this will actually do him some good. And also it'll help to uh, regenerate that fire in him, man. The fact that you actually have something taken away from you, like a starting position. So when you do get that starting position again, you'll have a different level of appreciation for it. So I think the best place for Jameis right now is sitting on the bench. Do you think uh, Tampa Bay going to win a division? Uh, I still think the Saints going to win a division. I think it's going to come down to those two teams. Uh, but I don't think Tampa going to win the division. You look like Lamar Odom, TJ. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope I don't look like uh, Lamar Odom. Lord knows. I, I don't. <laughs> that's kind of insult right there, man. Are we talking about uh, Los Angeles Clippers, Lakers, uh, Lamar Odom? Or are we talking about, um, you know, Kardashian Lamar Odom or something? You know? I, I guess if you... You say I look like a uh, Clippers Lamar Odom. I, I guess I won't feel insulted. But if you start talking about uh Chloe, Chloe uh Lamar Odom, nah, I, I can't get down with it. <laughs> I think we need to call up Earl Thomas. What you think, TJ? Well, Peyton, I think that Earl Thomas is talking to the Houston Texans right now. So he might end up being a Houston Texan. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to uh keep him in that building. I mean, it's not Dallas. But it is Texas. You know, he wanted to play for the Cowboys. Cowboys never called him. So, I mean, the next best thing is the Houston Texans. So we might not be able to get him. Uh, so true, TJ. Uh, enough with the Jack Rabbit nickname, bro. 
No, I disagree, man. We can't just we can't just look at uh Janoris Jenkins in one game and just be like, oh man, he like let's take his name away from him. Like we we cannot have like we cannot judge these guys from down to down because everybody was screaming and cheering when he got the pick six. Man, Jack Rabbit, Jack Rabbit. Now all of a sudden he give up a pass interference call and now he sucks. And last week, I looked at Henry Ruggs pass down the field. That was some garbage. First, her first off, the pass was uncatchable. And I it wasn't even pass interference because both of them was hand fighting down the field. So nah, I'm not I'm not gonna let people do that to Jack Rabbit, man, because we 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 basically some sometime loving this man right now. Summertime loving, all right. We can't love people from down to down. And Jack Rabbit, more times than not, has done a great job. You can arguably say he's the best member of the secondary. I think Marcus Williams is an okay safety as long as we can bench him if the game is on the line. <laughs> Man, I enjoy your podcast. Unfortunately, haters follow greatness. Well, you know, I don't feel like I'm I'm great or anything like that. Man, I really don't. You know what I'm saying? I just love what I do, you know? And I just feel like passion can't be denied. You know, it's just certain things, man. It's like when you hear a great singer or you hear a guy that's flowing, you know, like you hear a guy that's rapping or you you hear a person that's delivering lines for a play or in a movie. Like you can feel the passion if they're really passionate about it. And I'm passionate about this. And I feel like that's the, the, the reason why this show has become successful because of passion. The passion that I feel every time I do this show the passion that the comments that I see, uh, the passion from the people that call in, uh, the passion for the people that, that share these videos in order for me to be able to go out here and, and be able to talk to some wonderful people, man. So man, I, I think that's what it is. I mean, I wouldn't say great, great at all. I say passion. Passion is, is what's driving the state of the Saints podcast right now. I mean, I'm loving this momentum. You know, we don't need no crowd noise for this. <laughs> Bro, TJ, most of the people fake fans and only support when it's all good. Yeah, that's true, you know. And I think people get that misconstrued with me too, uh, official, official. You know, I feel like people think, oh, I'm just criticizing the Saints, man. But like I said, man, I, I just I look at everything. I, I mean, I, I was I was criticizing the team when they won against Tampa, you know, because I, I wanted them to get better, and people was like getting mad at me for that, which I don't understand because. It's all about getting better, you know. So I don't know, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I gotta say. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I could be wrong. There were times where I was I can be wrong. Like this morning, I was talking about Pete Carmichael. I said he never got the opportunity at a head coaching job, and a guy, you know, he took it upon himself to go and snapshot some pictures to tell me how wrong I am. Like congratulations, you know. I don't care, you know. I'm not gonna always hit the nail on the head, but. I mean, I'm give you the best I can. Uh, Family Matters is on, and he kind of looked like Jaleel White. I've heard that before. I've heard Jaleel White. I've heard Roddy White when I used to have dreads. Uh, I've heard Thomas Davis. I, I'm serious. Like, since I'm out here in South Carolina, I was at Planet Fitness, and a guy stopped working out, came clean across the gym because he thought I was Thomas Davis. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I've heard anybody – Anybody that uh that used to have dreads and was dark skin, I look like. I heard Ace Hood. I mean, so many other people, man. You know, so man, I like Jack Rabbit. Everybody has bad days. I sure do. Yeah, man. 
Everybody do. Sean Payton thinks uh, he's play his play calling is cute, but it's not. Definitely not terrible. And it comes at some of the worst times. I feel like Sean Payton is playing offense, offensive small ball. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Wait, TJ, you had dreads? Yeah, back in the day, man. Yeah, I had dreads for like six, seven years. I cut them off when I turned 30. So I think what well, I had for, I think I had them at 23. Yeah, and I cut them off at 30, so about seven years. Uh, where Iceman T been at? Man, Iceman T called yesterday, and I guess, you know, he, he was kind of further back in the line of calls, and he didn't call back. Yeah, man, but shout out to my, my guy, Iceman T, man. Your crowd noise is your fan base. That's all you need, TJ. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Shalanda. Man, shout out to Shalanda, man. Um, she from the shy. Shout out to her, man. That, that's my homie right there. That was some of the best moments. That was some of the best moments of my life right there, sitting uh, on the Gibbs Green Plaza out there at Jackson State University, man, posted out there uh, in front of the calf, man. That, that was man, that was some great moments right there, man. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to Kel, my boy Jamie G, Chris Lucky. Oh, man. And those were my folks right there. Tanika, you know what I'm saying? All them folk, man. You know what I'm saying? Those, those were some good times right there, man. We used to sit out there and talk to about 2 in the morning, man, just out there just – bs and acting a fool man like not to mention like if they had like a concert or something like that oh man man shouts out to jack state man shouts out to man shouts out to everybody went to college i'm pretty sure everybody got them college stories man where you just out there just chilling you yeah your, your friends out there man y'all about eight nine deep out there everybody got them stories uh tj you had dreads yeah man yeah i had dreads you, you can check it out, Chosen, man. You follow me on my uh, personal page, man. I'm pretty sure I got a picture up in there somewhere, man. Check them out. Uh, where people funny. <laughs> uh, let's see. I I got told I was Lil Wayne by three girls. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, look, I think everybody probably had that one celebrity that somebody think that they look like. I, I think everybody has that. Uh, I've been preaching that. We run the 49ers offense the past three weeks. We have the playmakers on offense to do it, and it can hide Drew lack of arm. Yeah, that's true. But will Sean Payton be willing to do that is the question. Uh, LOL, man, you look like Dave Chappelle from another professor when you take your hat off. Uh, that's a lie. Don't do me like that, man. I do not look like Reggie. Now, that's the insult. <laughs> man, but shouts out to Reggie, man ironically his name reggie and you're gonna tell me i look like deja pale or another professor your name reggie okay <laughs> uh let's see uh he got too comfortable with his players uh but the team uh let me see but the team played better without him last season hmm good point bear down uh shout out to shalanda out there chicago bears fan we we coming to see y'all man that was a good move shout out to y'all good job congratulations thank you for handling them Falcons for us. We appreciate that. <laughs> Poor offensive play calling and defensive strategy secondary was crap. D-line wasn't putting any pressure, but uh, Breeze also has blame. He uh, had multiple players throughout last night's game. That was wide open. Uh, Mighty Mouse, I appreciate you, man. I know you tried to call in, brother. You know, appreciate those uh, that, those, uh, that good analysis right here. Yeah, man, but I feel like, at this particular point, man, it's low-hanging fruit talking about Drew right now. 
It is. It's just low-hanging fruit. It it wasn't like you could talk about Drew Brees' lack of arm strength and some of the passes that he missed, but he wasn't the reason why the Saints lost last night. He was not. Okay. And I, I will I will just say that he was not. You know, I feel like the play calling and the defense couldn't stop a nosebleed was the reason. I be ripping them, says I'm telling you, the wall of farts will greatly help the offense. <laughs> they need something, man. I'm 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 kind of desperate right now. I'll be ripping them. I think we need to uh look at what I'll be ripping them talking about here. He might be on to something. Uh TJ, what you think about Wayne uh being a Packers fan? Uh I think that Wayne is real for that, like for real. Like I feel like he's been he was living in New Orleans. The Saints wasn't good at the time, so he found a team that was you know, a, a good team, and he's been following them ever since. I ain't got no problem with that. Just like you have some Saints fans, well, not Saints fans, but some people from New Orleans who be Cowboy fans. I ain't got no problem with that at all. No problem, you know? I, I Yeah, I like that energy, man. Like, keep that same energy. I, I respect them. Like, he don't want to come over here now that the Saints winning. He don't want grandstand. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not going to uh, hate him for that. Uh, Shalanda says, don't shoot me. I love the podcast. Got my support. Now, look, Shalanda, man, I appreciate that. It's all love right there. Look, I'm not, look, ain't no problem with that, Shalanda, you know, but you're just doing what you've been doing for years, man. I mean, I've, I've known you. Woo, shoot. Let me see. About, I know, about 14 years almost. You know, so you always been supporting, man. You always, every everything i ever been to, man. I'm talking about from when I pledged and crossed, you know what I'm saying? She was at my probate, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that, man. Always supporting you, boy. So I appreciate you, Ron. Um, uh, let's see. Ghostface says, I'll be ripping them. Yeah, man. Also, man, Tack. Uh, no mistake it with Tack McKinley, but Tack Robinson. Thank you for the $5. Says, I run the ball 20 times and man, we ran it 20 times last night. And man has five-minute quarters. Man, I just played a playoff game where the Saints played the Cowboys. And I just had 20 carries for about 180 yards with Latavius Murray. You know what I'm saying? Because Alvin Kamara hurting my franchise. Knock on wood there. That's the only way I want him to be hurt the way he's playing right now. But, Tag, thank you very much for the $5, brother. I really do appreciate that. I'm going to read a few more, man. We're going to go ahead and get up out of here. I want to go check out that uh that Kansas City game. Anybody got the score of that game right now? Kansas City, uh, Baltimore. I want to check that game out. That should be exciting. Two uh, MVPs going at it. Uh, Michael says, uh, who you got tonight? Chiefs or Ravens? Right on <laughs> right on brand right there, Michael. And I promise you I didn't look at your comment. Uh, honestly, I got the Chiefs tonight. Uh, I, I got the Chiefs. Uh, I think the Chiefs are a really good football team. I think it's probably going to get interesting uh, down the line. You know, I think it's probably going to end up being like one of those uh, close games. But man, you can never count out Patrick Mahomes. You, you, can't, you can't count out Patrick Mahomes. Uh, this is the last one. Shouts out to Joseph. Joseph says, the reason the Saints lost was Sean Payton's arrogance. The defense has been an issue going all the way back to 2010. So changing coordinators will not change anything. At this point, I am convinced Sean Payton cannot put together a good defense. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, some some guys are so offensively driven that they don't even pay attention to the defense at all. And this has been an issue. I mean, this has been the same old song and dance over and over and over again and hopefully man look as long as we have a formidable defense well i don't even think a formidable i honestly i don't even think a formidable defense is going to do it this year 
they, they got to be a lights out defense. They got to be like going into like the end of the season and ranked in like the top 10 in order for this team to really honestly make some noise. But we've seen teams struggle, you know, during the regular season and, and catch fire late. Uh, we looked at the Tennessee Titans last year. Uh, we looked at the uh, the New York football Giants uh, back in the day when they made their Super Bowl run. So, I mean, it's still early, folks. And not to mention, man, they got an additional playoff spot. So it's not like, you know, they just got six teams. They got another team in there. And if you look at some of these teams around the National Football League, bro, you look at the, what, the Eagles, the NFC East. Woo! Ugh! Ugh! Ugly! So I think <laughs> as low as the Saints uh, can right the ship a tad bit, at least they can find themselves in the playoffs. So I'm I'm not too discouraged by that. And uh, let me let me shout out to Shamika, man. Shamika always on. I'm, I'm going to make her be the last one. She says, I'm late, but hey, y'all, I can't even talk football. It's so embarrassing with what we're dealing with. Yeah, I agree, uh, Shamika. It's, it's embarrassing. But like I said, the season is still young, and we can go ahead and right the ship. But I want to say thank you very much for tuning in to the State of the Saints podcast, and be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints podcast, also, Facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. Y'all already know, previous episodes available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Go ahead and send me those snapshots of you following on a streaming app to put yourself in a running to win a State of the Saints Podcast custom-made face mask, courtesy of MaskMarket.com, the official sponsor of the State of the Saints Podcast, and also Man, check out powaudio.com, another sponsor of the State of the Saints podcast. Check out their Bluetooth speakers. Look, I was listening to the speaker a few minutes ago, man. I was look, listening to uh, the review from last night's uh, Clash of Champions in WWE. I'm telling you, man, it's a really small speaker. You know, it's, it can fit in the palm of your hand. It has a magnetic backing, so you can stick it to basically anything that's, that's you know, that's, that's uh, metal. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to worry about it falling off. You can stick it to the back of your phone. And also, it collapses down, man. It is it is so wonderful, man. So check it out, powaudio.com. And, uh, and just tell them that TJ sent you, man. Uh, Timothy, thank you very much. Uh, great name, by the way. Thank you for the $5. He says, I hear the references of Peyton Manning and dominant defense. But nobody remembers Brock Osweiler won like eight games. Yep. Bruh, thank oh man, Tim. That's a great point. That is a great point there. But Peyton, Peyton Manning, <laughs> Peyton Manning ended up getting injured. That's the reason why Brock Osweiler came up and then Brock Osweiler got himself some money in the process, which we all know ended up being smoking mirrors. But I mean, that's a very, very good point. But the only difference is that Peyton Manning got hurt. Now, if Drew Brees just so happened to get hurt, which I don't want to see that happen. Then we can talk about that. But, Tim, thank you very much for the $5. And thank you very much for tuning in to the State of the Saints podcast. And like always, all I got to say is, who that?